As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I am Jonathan Valenzuela, and oh boy, am I excited to talk about indie games today, Levens. That's right, because this is an indie games podcast, and yes. uh, this weekend, John played more of them than I did. <laughs> but sure, I played two of them. Um, I but was, even I was I, I went bush. I yes, was, uh, I was I was phone off for the most part. I, I I brought my switch, thinking, hell yeah, the kids will go to bed, everyone will go to bed, and I won't want to stay up drinking all night with the adults. But guess what, John? <laughs> you absolutely did. Yeah. You went to sleep at the same time as the, the kids. They really lit the can- burn the candle at both ends, these, these kids, you know. They, yeah. like, they know how to party. My yeah, God. man. They, they go to bed at 10 p.m., waking up at 6. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty, pretty much exactly what I do, to be honest. <laughs> um, well, on top of playing more games than you this weekend... Uh, there was also a uh, a big Xbox indie event over the last week that um, I, 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 I love that they did this just because it feels like PlayStation did their indie thing and Xbox were like, whoa, 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 hold up. Let's remember who the real indie players in this scene are. And they dropped like over 60 games over the course of this stream. Like some some we've seen before. Uh, you know, confirmation that like Sable is coming to Xbox Game Pass Day One and stuff like that. Ton of new games that I've never seen before, and a bunch that I'm mm-hmm. really excited about. Uh, and I actually I sat down last night and just went through all the announcements and made a list of the ones that I'm really like, oh crap, I need to play that. Have you have you yeah. have you spotted anything I, I, or? I mean, I was more, very, very pleased to see um, some uh, some games that I'd been I've been waiting for for many years still in the mix. There's still like little hints of Sable, uh, you know, eventually coming to Xbox at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to before we get into it, I want to really want to um, uh, just just roast Xbox's branding yet once again. Like obviously, we've already got the you know Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. It's confusing. Um, but their indie showcase name is ID at Xbox Twitch Showcase, which is just yeah. It was 
it was like a collaboration with a Reddit, with a Reddit, a subreddit called Twitch Gaming. Um, I mean, I don't mind. Oh, yeah, I- you're right. Cause, because it's not even ID at Xbox Twitch Gaming. It's ID at Xbox and then slash, like an actual slash Twitch yeah. Gaming or all, all lowercase showcase. Yeah. Ugh, it's that's, exhausting. That's definitely confusing. I don't mind the ID at Xbox part just because that's been their in that's been their indie game program for almost a decade now, maybe a bit longer. ID. But the the Twitch the Twitch part, I was like, why have you collabed with these people? What was the point in that? Whatever. But people, people were talking about it, and the, the most important thing is that tons of very good indie games were either announced or confirmed. I mean, a lot of these games were confirmed for uh, for Game Pass Day One, which is very exciting for me. And yeah, I imagine um, uh, hugely. Exciting. What games? What, what games really set you, set your heart alight? All right, so uh, I there are nine. I think I think I said that I picked that really look awesome. First up mm-hmm. is Moon Moonglow Bay. Uh, by a developer called Bunny Hug, it's a fishing RPG, which I'm just like hell yes, sign me up. I want to play immediately. <laughs> I love fishing. I love fishing mechanics in games, and if the whole game is about fishing, that's fantastic. Uh, it looks really, really cute. Um, feels like it's got a very sort of heartfelt tale behind it, uh, or story mm-hmm. behind it, and uh, a really the art kind looks of- similar to Carto. Yeah, I was going to say, well, it's like, it's voxel art, so it's kind of like if Carto met uh, the tourist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that looks great. Next up is Nobody Saves the World. So this was developed by Drinkbox, who are the Guacamole devs. Uh, it's an isometric action, it's isometric action game with a fantasy setting, and it looks like you, as the, you the player, can unlock various forms that you can morph into. So, like, you know... You need to get in somewhere small. You morph into a rat. You can morph into a knight to fight people. Uh, it looks like eventually you can start combining uh, abilities that the various forms you take have. So it looks like it's going to be a real fun time of kind of like dungeon crawling and, and switching your form around and, and seeing how far you can get. Uh, yeah, I, have- I'm keen for this. I like I like Drinkbox as a studio as, as a studio for sure, but. My favorite thing about Guacamole, both of them, was the was the combat and the um, the exploration kind of platforming. Um, mm. Whereas this seems to be a lot more like the things I didn't love, I found a bit tiring was, was the writing in Guacamole, and this seems to be leaning a lot more into the stuff that I don't love about Drinksbox. But we'll see. I'll go okay. as open a mind as possible. Radio next one is Death's Door. So this one's been uh, making a bit of a splash online over the last couple of days. It's by a developer called Acid Nerve. Uh, they're the two-person team who previously made the game uh, Titan Souls. So again, mm-hmm. it's an isometric isometric action game. Seems to be a bit of a flavor at the moment, but honestly, when does isometric action ever go out of style? You play as a crow with a sword who apparently is like sent to, sent to kill various targets. So there's a bit of like, it looks like there's a bit of kind of Hades style fighting your way through and then facing off against these insane big boss battles that just look really like the bosses look really creative. There's one that looks like a building. There's one that's like a giant frog. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, have you ever played Titan Souls? No, I, I love that there's a game called Titan Souls. It just feels like like word salad turned into a game. Like I pick, think, pick game. I think you'd enjoy it. 
I, I, feel, okay. I feel like you would enjoy it. Um, it's basically Death like, Door is a much better name for a game. It's a it's a boss battler. Um, but yeah, uh, that looks that looks really cool. Twelve minutes. We've mentioned twelve minutes before. I bring it up again just because it was in there. But it's that uh, the time loop game being published by yep. Annapurna by single dev Louis Antonio. Big old voice cast: James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, William Dafoe. It's a time loop game where you got to work out why a policeman keeps bursting into your house. Accusing your wife of murder and killing you. Now talking about talking about game names, Levens. Yep. You know, Titan Souls, like you say, word salad. Death's Door, it's a better game. Okay, it's a better name. How about Airport sure. How about Airport for Aliens currently run by dogs? I, that's a perfect name for a game. I don't oh. think it gets better than that. No, that is I I saw that and was like, right, this is going on the list based purely on the name. So it's by a dev called uh, Strange Scaffold. One is a solo dev, and he did narrative design for Hypnospace Outlaw and Skatebird. Uh, uh, I was going to say the it looks very, very similar. Is, the whole point of the game is you are in an airport for aliens, so it's like a spaceport essentially. You have to go meet your fiance or your partner in another airport. You get your boarding pass. It is an alien language that you do not understand. And so you have to like run around trying to work out where you're supposed to go. All the airport is, like it says, run by dogs. All of the dogs are just stock photos of dogs. <laughs> uh, and it looks just like it's going to be a really funny, weird time. Uh, we've got Echo Generation by a dev called Coco Cucumber. Uh, it's an adventure RPG with turn-based combat around a group of kids investigating supernatural occurrences to save their town. So big kind of Stranger Things vibes there. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, looks really cool. Song of Iron by Escape LLC. It's a side-scrolling action game. Uh, you play a Viking who is trying to fight uh, through, you know various groups of man and beast who are trying to stop you to make your way to the great temple of the gods uh with the purpose of saving your people it just looks like really like hectic good side-scrolling combat uh, a lot of sort of weapon focused stuff um then mm-hmm. we have the big con by uh a, a dev team called mighty yell so it's an adventure game where you're a young girl in the 90s Whose uh, whose mum has gone into debt with some loan sharks, and so you have to like sneak around, pickpocket, steal, and pull cons on people to earn up the money to kind of pay off her debt and save your mum. Uh, it's got a really kind of cool, cartoony graphic style to it, really nice and bright. Uh, and then finally, Void Train. Uh, so this is by a dev team called Niaga or Niaga. Um, N-E-A-N-E-A-R-G-A So it's a uh, it's a first person game Where you are riding on And sort of building up A train that travels between dimensions So you kind of like The train will follow a track And each dimension you have time to like Go and collect resources to improve your train You've got to fight off enemies that are trying to attack you And then it's through a portal To the next dimension uh, Looks you know, I, I love the concept. I just love the idea of being on a train that goes between dimensions. So, uh, I think I saw this one mentioned like late last year, maybe E three last year. So it was great to see it show up in this idea at Xbox uh, Prezo or Twitch yeah, stream sure. or whatever, because uh, <laughs> you know it means hey, could be seeing some uh, some day one Game Pass on that. 
Yeah, like you said, most of these games look like they're going to be um, day one Game Pass games, which is very cool. But yeah, they, 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 there was sixty games all up that they talked about in the in the uh, in the in the conference. Um, a game that I really liked the look of is called Little Witch in the Woods, mm-hmm. which is made by a South Korean studio called um, Sunny Side Up. It's like a fantasy RPG. Um, but apparently it takes a lot of inspiration from the Studio Ghibli movie Kiki's Delivery Service and you play like a young witch whose name is Ellie in a new in a new town. She has to study magical creatures, brew potions and learn more about witchcraft. Um, and then there's like, there's like a witch school and you've got to talk with like animals and like do stuff with the villagers. It looks really, really cute and fun. And, and it's all pixel art as well, like gorgeous pixel art. Amazing. Um, Sounds great. And so... Th- this was in that. Do you remember that wholesome direct, the indie game yes, showcase yes, yes. that was happening last year? This was announced in that, um, and they, it, was, it was originally only going to be on PC. So it looks like Xbox has swooped in and said, "We want this as a console exclusive." So that's nice. cool too. Hell yeah! Um, very very keen. And of course, there's um, like I said, they had a bunch of games that we've you know heard of before. So Backbone, that noir. Uh, detective game where you know it's it's all um, animals uh, are the characters. Boyfriend Dungeon, which is the like that that crazy dungeon crawler slash dating game where you date your swords. Uh, yep. Dead Static Drive from down in Melbourne, uh, described as you know uh, GTA meets Cthulhu. Uh, yeah, there's just it was it w- really was like oh my god the sheer amount of games that these guys have announced. Uh, is incredible. Sable, yeah. so so great to still be getting those little kind of drip feed bits of information about Sable. Can't wait. No sign of Tunic, though. No sign of Tunic. And funnily enough, looking at all this, it it reminded me, you know what I haven't heard any information about in a long time? Knuckle Sandwich. Oh, yeah, that was a good game, too. These these are like, you know, the, the, the very few demos of games that we've played on the show together. Yeah. And neither of them have come out. Yeah, nothing. Nothing I've heard about it in ages. I hope the guy is still, still beavering away at it, and we'll hear something soon. But at this point, foxing away at it. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Narita Boy also got a little mention in the showcase, and uh, that is a game that comes out this week, which I'm very excited about. Published by Team Seventeen. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm looking forward to that. After playing the demo and getting to go deeper into that world, it's going to be really interesting. Just, just scrolling yeah. through another article, they also. Uh, they also did a game called Way to the Woods, which is developed by a, a solo dev in Melbourne, a guy called Anthony Tan, and it's about a deer and a fawn uh, who go on a journey through an abandoned world to get home. Uh, I've seen some some footage of this, and it looks really, really cool. Um, features music from the dudes from Steven Universe, and it's set in a place called Cat Town. So obviously. You know who you are, audience, for that game. Yeah. <laughs> Go and get it. <laughs> this one's for you, um, furries. Should I watch the entire showcase? I heard it was very long. Nah, it's like four hours long. I didn't I didn't Jesus even bother watching Christ. it. I just I just looked up titles and watched trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure look wow. they I think they had interviews with a bunch of devs from various games, so if you've if you've got four hours to spare that you haven't play a video game that, instead. That you haven't blown watching the Snyder Cut. Um, oh my god! Well, I, I I know I'd rather watch the Xbox showcase. That's very true. I can't talk. I actually watched the Snyder Cut. Yeah, you've 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 defined the bottom of four hours, Levens. Let's let's go <laughs> up a little bit. Um, yeah, so super super exciting. Uh, all a bit like, with the exception of you know you mentioned a Reader Boy. I think everything was a little bit light on release dates, but. 
you know, it's good to have them on, you know, on the radar now. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Cool, man. Um, thanks for doing all that hot research for us. No worries. Um, and then yeah. good to know there's a bunch of games coming this year. Hopefully this year. Well, fingers, fingers crossed. So I believe that you have, uh, have conquered a, uh, a yes. game. No longer am I pathless. My path is now defined. And that path is um, probably about two more hours of this game so I can get a platinum trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, pl- I finally finished the pathless, um, last week I, uh, I thought I was going to begin the episode by saying, Hey everyone, I finally finished the pathless, but, uh, one of our listeners, Francois from the discord, the all the small games discord that you can join at, uh, patreon.com slash all the small games. Um, he's mentioned, Hey, make sure you, you get all the gifts from the, 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 the various gods, um, before you progress to the end of each level. And I was like, but I'm on the last level and I haven't gotten any of the gifts like so far. And I just, he was like, just go back to the beginning and start getting them. Trust me, it's worth it. Something very cool happens. Um, so, I mean, you've, you've only played like the first boss yeah, of, so of this I've game, Yeah, so I've gone through the first boss. So in this game, you play a girl with a bow and an arrow who, uh, who approaches a place, a fallen god, basically, a, uh, a dying ginormous eagle. And uh, she gifts you your own little eagle who becomes... Uh, like basically that's that's on your left arm and then your right arm is the bow and arrow um or she's on your, your shoulder or flies around with you basically um and so you use your bow and your arrow and your eagle to traverse this uh like kind of breath of the wild-esque kind of slightly barren landscape with various temples and shrines and things like that to explore um your goal is to uh free the children of the di- the dead god that you met at the beginning of the game um, because they have all turned evil. And so you have to first um, like visit a bunch of shrines, solve a bunch of puzzles that unlocks. The, you have to then chase down the god um, and then you fight the god and then you're able to progress higher up and higher and higher and higher until you fight the god slayer who is the, re- who is the guy who corrupted all the gods to begin with, I guess. Um, and... Uh, so you you uh, you basically yeah it, it's quite a, it pushes you in on a linear path I guess more so than uh, other games like this that I've played. There's kind of no incentive or no known incentive to stay in the the levels that you've that you've essentially beaten before progressing to the next one. Um, and so you could very you know briskly beat this game in like four hours or so. Okay. Um, and I was on my way to doing that, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I went back to the beginning, and I and you basically have to f- like solve. Basically, if you, if you solve all of the um, all of the puzzles in the game, you get all of these different little talismans that that uh, are linked to each of the gods. And when when you get all nine of the extra talismans, you revisit the area where you fought that boss. That boss. Okay, spoilers for it's not really a, st- a story spoiler. This is what happens. I'm saying this as an incentive for people. Uh, to stick around in the levels, like I, because I, I had no idea. Like John, I don't think you're going to be mad when you find out what, what, what happens. Sure. Um, uh, so you, you light up these nine talismans um, at, at the place where you fought the boss, and then the spirit of that boss appears, and they've been vanquished of all of the uh, corruption, um, and so you have to chase them through the land. On, um, they pretty much like go through, like run around the entire map, and you have to like, kind of chase them the entire time. Um, and then when you f- like, they, they they land at one spot, and you go and, go and, and visit them um, at the at the spot that they stopped at. And then 
they're like you, you kind of meditate at their spot and then their enormous skeleton appears on uh, on the map um, and you go visit their spirit one more time and they give you a gift John the gifts are fucking great they are like just like uh, upgrades that make traversal that much more fun and cool um, like there's a uh, like one one of them is like you you have like this kind of meter down the bottom of the um, of the screen and that's that's your speed meter I guess your stamina and normally you have to kind of constantly um, add to this by shooting little flying talismans in the air as you as you run but the first gift you get is one that has your stamina constantly um, replenishing itself oh that's awesome so you never have to fully r- r- worry about being completely depleted of it. Um, and then, they, yeah, they, they continue. Most of their, like, just kind of, like, upgrades to, like, speed bursts you get. You eventually get this awesome thing where... Cause, because you flap, like, when, you, when you're holding the eagle, you can go higher and higher, kind of like in a short hike. Um, but you eventually get one where if you hold it down, you, you just soar really fast and really high up in the sky. And uh, that one of the final upgrades is linked to that. And it just made, like, the final, like, moments of traversing the enormous map that I'd conquered uh, that much more fun and rewarding. It's a great game to fuck around in, just kind of like fly around aimlessly um, and, and look for cool secrets. Um, there's still a few scattered throughout the game. I haven't looked at the trophy information. I, I think it's in it, it. It seems achievable, but if it is something like go and find every single fallen corpse or get every piece of lore from the game sure. and there's no map, I'm not going to do it because that'll yeah. just be me wandering around aimlessly. But it, it's really cool in that, like, yeah, you, like in order to find secrets in this game you, you fly as high as you can and then you turn on essentially like detective mode but you can't have detective mode on um, when you're running so sure. it's best to do when you're in the air and then you look for like yeah like it, it kind of like you see like a red mist over the um, places that you haven't the, the puzzles you haven't uh, solved yet and then you head to that spot and, and, and get solvent um, it's a gorgeous game it's so fun I loved it I mean the final boss battle I think is the fact that there even are boss battles in this game, like some of them were really good, but the final one just feels like just your substandard, like just like this is this is the final boss. You're fighting a very big version of the boss that you fought earlier, and he's kind of like moving from left sure. to right and shooting things at you. It's like you know, it's whatever. It's a boss. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but the exploration and traversal in this game is like exactly my kind of shit. Um, I think the uh, I think if like. Um, was it Team Ico who did uh, Ico and Shadow of Colossus of the Colossus? Yeah, yeah and then yeah. they did that the last Guardian game. Like if that if they released this game, this game like the Pathless would be one of the most celebrated games of the last decade. Um, wow, it, it, okay. it's very similar in tone to Colossus and um, Ico, um, Ico, Ico Ico. Sorry for pronouncing that wrong. Um, but yeah, I just think that like this is this is such a uh, an underrated game. Um, and I really hope that, yeah, if you are someone that likes Breath of the Wild, Shadow of the Colossus, um, you know, games like that where there are these kind of like light environmental puzzle solving, but mostly it's about exploration um, and, and you know, fun upgrades that make exploration easier and more fun. Like some of the stuff in the, the, the final land that you're exploring, the, the mountain tundra, is just so enormous. And you basically have to just like almost like a short hike how you need to keep getting as many feathers so you can fly as high as possible there are some places that you just can't get to until you've upgraded yourself enough sure. and getting there is so great um, I love this game man The Pathless it's excellent I am I'm definitely looking forward to returning to it uh, mm. especially now that you look giant skeletons coming out of the ground 
Sold. You had me there. <laughs> love a giant. Yep. Love a giant skeleton. Um, yeah. I, I look. I definitely agree. I, I. I think I've said on previous episodes. I wish my first encounter with this game hadn't been on Apple Arcade. But if I'd actually played it properly on PC or console, like I should have. Um, really wish. I mean, it's it's PlayStation exclusive on console, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if there's someone out there that has finished it on Apple Arcade. That would be baffling to me. That would be. Ins- I just, yeah, you I could you could not under- you could not handle the speed at which the game operates without I'm, constantly running into walls. Maybe I'll go back to it now that I've actually finished it properly and see how awful it is. I mean, look, I, it's one of those things where if you had a controller, it would probably be fine, at least operating the game but it will just it will tear your battery apart yeah totally yeah yeah botox cosmetic out of botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you for full prescribing information including boxed warning visit botoxcosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300 remember to ask for botox cosmetic by name to see for yourself and learn more visit botoxcosmetic.com that's botoxcosmetic.com everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well... I time I should have probably spent playing the Pathless. I threw into two different games this week, Levens, and two brand new ones. Two two fairly brand new games. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one brand new and one that's been around for a while. And these games essentially define the top and bottom of <laughs> sort of like how to put this. One is incredibly highbrow, and the other is pretty goddamn lowbrow. Hell and yeah, I made, can't wait to hear about the second one. I made sure to do this to like balance the two out, essentially. So I'll start with the highbrow one. The highbrow one is Genesis Noir. So Genesis Noir came out, well, about four or five days ago. It's out on, I think, everything. Oh, it's out on Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and Twitch. Or Switch, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an adventure game. Kind of point, a little bit point and clickish. Not, not, not that much really. There, are, there are times where you kind of control the character moving through a three D space. There are times where you're clicking around. It's a. Um, it follows uh, the main character, this guy called No Man, who's kind of a guy that's a bit down on his luck. The game starts with him like selling watches to people on the street to earn up enough money to uh, to buy food. Uh, and then as the game progresses, you uh, there is there's you realize that there is a woman who that you love, and when you go to visit her, she is in the process of being murdered. Uh, so she's a jazz singer called Miss Mass, and she's being murdered by a jealous saxophonist called Golden Boy. So Golden, you burst into the room, and Golden Boy's got a gun out, and he pulls the trigger and shoots at Miss Mass. 
But the gunshot itself becomes this kind of stylized representation of the Big Bang and the development of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so to figure out how to save the woman that you love, you need to explore the sort of length and breadth of creation to discover a means of doing that. So it's got this really, like the story itself has this real grounding in like science and very interesting kind of elements of physics and biology and and all that kind of stuff to do with how the universe got to be how it is now. Uh, which just, you know, as a man who is a big fan of, like, Bill Bryson's A Short History of Nearly Everything and various, you know, interesting books about science, when I realized what was going on, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is like playing these little mini games and solving these little puzzles that are very abstract representations of scientific concepts, particularly those around, like, you know, what happened just after the Big Bang with gases and coalescing and forming stars and all this kind of stuff i was in hog heaven it was fantastic <laughs> especially the, um, since this the graphics look unbelievable in this game this like, that was, is like, the main draw card for me maybe the most visually stunning game i've played in years it is it is this beautiful like stark black and white contrast with gold accents throughout very kind of soul bass very like you know like the guy that inspired um ape out so there's elements, oh, yep. of, there's elements of that in there. It's got really so nice. dynamic animations to it. It just looks incredible. And there are certain, like, because there's multiverse theory folded into all of it as well, there are certain scenes where, like, it'll go from the view looking directly at your character to, like, expand out and show hundreds of your characters in a row going through hundreds of the same situation kind of thing. And it's just absolutely beautiful to look at the whole thing is like shown as a kind of detective noir tale so it's got like a nice sultry jazz kind of soundtrack throughout um i Mm -hmm. i finished it just yesterday and thoroughly like was very hooked on it throughout because i wanted to know like what's the next little thing because the way the way it's it's arranged in chapters and you sort of search through this this big bang gunshot and find various points that that are like so many of the points are just like little animations of you like lifting up a star and looking underneath and it's like nothing under there but occasionally you run into these little golden diamonds that give you another chapter to play through um so i was definitely like okay gotta gotta search more gotta search more um so overall it was a good experience i will say though playing on switch i had Definitely a few moments where some of the puzzles bugged out and I had to kind of like exit my game at that point in time and and go back to the main menu and then continue, which was frustrating because it doesn't save you at the point you're at. It just puts you back at the beginning of the chapter again. Um, And I had twice the game actually crashed on me. So like kicked me back to the switch menu um, I don't know if it's the same on PC or, or uh, Xbox. Maybe the Switch build is a little unstable at this point in time. I don't mm-hmm. see it as too huge of a problem. Like, they'll patch it, they'll stabilize it, it'll work out fine in the end. Um, the story sometimes get a, gets a little bit enigmatic. Like, I could follow a lot of it, but there were times where I was kind of like, how does this relate to the wider thing that's going on, essentially? Um 
Because it does become this very sort of grand tale of like cosmic beings and gods and stuff like that. And so having having sort of all the science stuff at the beginning and then some of the more mystical stuff at the end. I wouldn't say there's a disconnect between the two, but you, I did get a little woolly on what was going on towards the end. And some of the puzzles, I like when I say puzzles, I mean some of them are super simple. Some of them are all almost like toys. Like there's definitely there's a part of the game that's very focused on music. And with a lot of those ones, it's just like there's some Simon Says kind of call and response with a bass player and you have a saxophone and you just press buttons. There are other moments where you can just like, as you move your mouse around the screen or the cursor around the screen, it just, it'll play like a note. And so you can kind of like jam with the jazz track that's playing. Right. But then there are other ones like you're on a, you're in a, uh, a laboratory on Mars operating a, a like a, a Hadron Collider style thing and you need to tune all these various machines and the game doesn't hold your hand when it comes to puzzles it doesn't really give you instructions it just kind of lets you figure things out on your own and there are times where I was like yep that's really helpful that really works and there are other times where I was like just a little nudge in the right direction would 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 deal with some of this frustration I've got in trying to get past this puzzle the laboratory puzzle I was telling you about is maybe one of the toughest in the game because each each round you get another machine added that you ha- that you have to tune, and I think there's five or six rounds to get through. And on the first time trying it, I'd made it through five rounds, and then the game crashed, and I was like, "I've got to do this again, <laughs> fuck!" Um, but like I said, I made it through to the end. As, as you said earlier, and as I effusively gushed over, the graphics in this game, the, the art is definitely one of the biggest selling points. It's fucking incredible to look at. The story's really interesting. Um, and even, like, there are a few little bits and pieces of science that I was like, I've never heard of that before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop online and, and look up some more about that when I get the chance. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, teething troubles aside... I think this is this is a great game. This is definitely worth checking out. If if you're into that kind of adventure game stuff and if you like science and whatnot, uh, mm. I I you know I don't think it's much of a, a, a quote unquote Levin's game. Um, in the same look, in the same way that um, Kentucky Route Zero. Okay. Oh, Kentucky, like, oh, okay, right. Sure. Yeah. Like it's just you know. I think you're able to go like, this is a fantastic game, it's just not for me. Not, it's a horrible game because I don't like it. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Highly recommend it to other people. Now, that's the high brow levens. And oh my god, mm-hmm. how high let's get how there. high that brow was. Let's get in the gutter, baby. Let's, 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 wait. yeah, let's, let's roll around in the mud. Landlord Super. So, you know me. You know that I am a big fan of simulation games. I've, uh, I've, I've, you know, I've joined the Viscera cleanup detail. I've snow run. I've, you know, all sorts of games like that. Uh, I've flipped houses, etc. So, you've cooked click, clicked cookies. Clicked cookies. Landlord Super is a first-person game where you're a guy whose father has just died, and he has left you. A plot of land with a half-built house on it. You owe five thousand pounds to um, a company that was helping you with something. So 
what you need to do is finish building this house and get some tenants in to start earning you money. It's all set in 1980s Britain. So this is like the depth of the Thatcher years when unemployment is everywhere. Um, and, you know, every, everybody's a bit hard done by. So you start the game in your caravan. Uh, you can walk into town. And when you walk into town, you, um, you know, you could go to the job center and try to get a job to earn some money to pay for building materials. You can go to the pub. Uh, you can walk around town and collect scrap and sell it at the scrap merchant to earn some money that way. Uh, all with the goal of like trying to get enough money to buy tools, buy materials, and start actually trying to put the finishing touches on this house. So there is kind of a bit of a story to it. Like various people you meet in town will give you tasks to do, uh, or give you advice on how you should be building stuff. Like it's, that's very handy because I'm sort of looking at this like, I've never done, I've never built a house before, but the guy in town, Scouse Jimmy, he, uh, he's got all the knowledge that you need at the pub. Um, you can, at any point, you can look down at your body and it will give you an option to interact with your fly. And if your bladder has anything in it, you can open your fly and just take a piss wherever you want. <laughs> Although you'll probably get in trouble. Um, hey, did you? Did you try it? I no, I've only yet pissed in like I, I think I've pissed in the toilet in my caravan and Dude, one piss time. everywhere, man. What are you doing? Yeah, why are you wasting your time in this game? I do want to. What try are you playing? P- the piss list. <laughs> I do want to try pissing in the pub to see if that gets me thrown out. Yeah, that's um, great. But like you can you can like whenever you know when Scouse Jimmy was telling me how to lay a foundation to my house. Piss on like, Scouse yeah, Jimmy. That's probably a good idea because at the beginning of the game you catch him trying to break into your building site um but he's like you can get the materials you need at this place or i know number nine is redoing its back patio so you can just go and steal that shit from there and it's like (laughs) cool i love it morally gray um Um, i i I can get drunk right does that affect the gameplay uh probably um i've I've not gone full drunk at the moment. I started playing John, last night. John, what are you doing? <laughs> I only started playing last night, Levens. <laughs> I'm trying to at least lay a foundation on my house before I start completely ripping it up in this game. But just for you, when I play tonight, I will I will experiment with these two things. Because there Thank is you. a police... Stop, stop laying foundations and start laying shits on Scouse Jimmy. Whoa, Jesus. Um, there is a police station in town and I wonder if they kind of figure in as well. It is, so I'm playing it on Steam. It is an early access game. So I'm sort of at that point where I'm like, do I become devoted to it now and, and play it like crazy and maybe burn out my desire to play it? Or do I go like, okay, I really like this game, but what I'm going to do is because it's early access, I'm going to put it away for a few months keep an eye out for when it's gone like version 1.0 and then dive back in and play the game as it properly is. Uh, mm-hmm. Art style, it's kind of blocky polygons. Um, you know, the town you live in is a shitty English town during the, the 80s. The character models look so, really kind of weird and fucked up. So I'm generally... Can you piss I'm, on Margaret Thatcher? God, I hope so. Imagine if I'll buy a, a PC if you can. You, you finish, you finish your house, and then you have a boss battle. We have to piss on Margaret Thatcher. That would be amazing. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the, the art style is really nothing to write home about, but it works perfectly for what the game is. The dev, the, the dev, it's a two-person dev team, uh, and the previous game that this team released, who is the... I should I should say who it is. Oh, going back, can't believe I didn't say it. Genesis Noir was developed by Feral Cat Den and published mm-hmm. by Fellow Traveller, who were a publisher who kind of really focus on, on narrative experiences. And Landlord Super is by a developer called Minskworks. Uh, and the previous game they made is called Jalopy. And it's a game about driving a shitty car through Eastern Europe. So <laughs> I will probably it does love the be... the best parts of the world, don't they? I will probably be playing that one next. But um, like, is there I've, voice acting? Like, how British is this? No, thing? no, 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 no. There's, there's no okay. voice acting. You just get like that kind of like bah, 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 when a a, okay, a, um, a a text bubble comes up. But they have well, that's like, how British people sound to me anyway. It's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but they have varied kind of the sounds that they make for various characters. So there's at least kind of that. Oh, and it's really like speaking of that, it is fun. There's no real voice acting in Genesis Noir, but it's jazz instruments as the voices. Which oh, kind cool. of ties into the whole thing, which is really nice. But I've, I've like, I have flipped my lid for Landlord Super. I think, you know, I was talking about putting it down. I can't. I'm, I'm so into it now. Yeah, man, you got to play it. I can't be bothered not playing it. I've gone, f- <laughs> yeah, I've gone full British on this one. Um, but yeah, it's been like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to sinking a bunch more time in this and. By next week, I will have a report on what happens if you piss in various locations. And Thank you is, so much. Is Margaret Thatcher a boss? It's what any true games journalist would do for their best Indeed. friend. It's like, can you pet the dog? Can you can you piss anywhere? Can you piss on Scouse Jimmy? Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Register it. <laughs> so okay, yeah, well, um, a- yeah. You, you've sold me on one of those games. Guess which one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, look, buy a PC. I know a lot of people are enjoying Genesis Noir in the, uh, in the All the Small Games Discord. So, uh, it's cool that we, uh, that you were able to take one for the team and play a a celebrated highbrow game. Yes. I'm not kidding. I literally picked Landlord Super to play because I was like, this is the diametric opposite of Genesis Noir. The graphics are so fucking gross. It's so good. They're so crunchy. It's great. Um, so that is it for this episode. Um, if you would like uh, a new episode before the next one, I believe we're going to try and record our uh, ve- all, big special all about the Supergiant game uh, Bastion later this week. Um, and the only way for you to not only listen to that episode, but also contribute to the episode is to head to patreon.com slash all the small games. Uh, sign up now and we're going to do a big call out for uh, people to send their thoughts on uh, this excellent game. And I guess their thoughts on... Uh, you know what Supergiant games became what influence was taken from the game there's a lot to explore the history our yeah. favorite rep I- i'm gonna rank all the weapons Ooh, nice. that's 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 like i'm like oh yeah tomorrow night i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna rank all the bastion weapons so look forward <laughs> to hearing me talk through that um but yeah if you want to join in on our big review of uh, this classic game bastion it's gonna be our first game of the month club for our um, patreon uh head on over to patreon.com slash all the small games sign up five dollars a month or ten dollars a month if you want us to sing a song about you live on the podcast i know which option i'd be choosing um, so yeah, again, that's patreon.com slash all the small games. John, thank you so much for another wonderful episode. Now go piss on somebody. Done. Scouse Jimmy, where you at? 
<laughs> Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.